0: Okay, here we go. Today's title of today's show, tonight actually, is political color commentary. We could also refer to this as color commentary in politics. I was pondering the relationship, the similarities, the differences between sports commentary and political commentary. That's how I... Uh, arrived at this subject of political what I'm referring to as political color commentary and I was imagining a situation in which our political culture our political reality is being announced in a play by play fashion in the same way a sports game is I was also thinking about the analogy of conspiracy, the concept of conspiracy within politics as cheating within sports. I was analogizing conspiracy, political government conspiracy to cheating within sports. So I have some notes on this. I'm going to read through them, add a little bit, and that'll be that for this evening. The comparison and contrast of political commentary and sports commentary is particularly interesting when looked at from a conspiracist point of view. Conspiracy within government and politics can be roughly equated to cheating within sports. Interestingly, though cheating in sports is by far more widely accepted it's a more widely accepted phenomenon than conspiracy in in politics I think they are rather similar they're parallels and we can see the similarities between them but it is only conspiracy within the political realm that is controversial. Cheating in sports is not controversial. There's no such weaponized term for believers of cheating in sports as there are for believers of conspiracy in politics. Imagine the term doping theorist being used to describe the believers of steroid use in sports. That would be silly. We know steroid use exists. Not every winning athlete or championship team is the beneficiary of cheating. In the same way, it should be understood and is that not every political victory, shift in power, or poorly understood political event is the result of conspiracy. But both cheating in sports and conspiracy in politics are operational constants. They're always at play. I was just thinking to myself and jotting down notes. I went on to think, what if there was a consensus understanding within sports that a massive percentage of victories and championships were achieved with the aid of cheating? How would that affect the commentary? Hypothetically, how should it affect the commentary? My main issue with mainstream political commentary on both the left and the right, the most honest of it, the commentary I like, is that even when the commentary itself is not conspiratorial or corrupt, which is often the case within the mainstream news media, It's akin to a sports game with overt, pervasive, and constant cheating being commentated without direct acknowledgement of most of the said cheating. So that's how I originally sort of arrived at the premise of today's show, political political color commentary, color commentary within politics. I was imagining watching a sports game in which loads of cheating was taking place and was blatantly obvious to the spectators, but listening to the announcers call the game, call the play-by-plays without directly acknowledging this cheating that was so obvious to the spectators. And I was saying, hey, that's a pretty good analogy for the way it feels to consume mainstream analysis, main politi- mainstream political analysis so much of the time. That is not of conspiracist uh, styling you know even if it's not your niche I feel this is something that should not be totally and completely excised from any particular analysts spin or take on things and it is it's like crazy back to the analogy of watching a game a hypothetical theoretical Sporting event as a spectator seeing the cheating or seeing um, evidence of what really could be cheating like a guy who maybe he's not cheating on the field but he's 35 pounds more muscular than he was last season and hitting four times as many home runs and the those facts are just left out of the the analysis that you hear by, you know, the sports talk people. That's how it feels. That's how it feels with so much political analysis even out of the mouths of very brilliant, very talented people. So, even if it's not a particular commentators niche, pundits niche, I think that it's important to me that this era we're in, 2018, the Trump presidency, that it be a seminal one for mainstreaming conspiracy acceptance to a level that it has never been before. Because... and I've described this law I'm about to uh, say to myself as Jonesy's Law, although I'm sure many others have thought about it. In the past, A, the non-existence of conspiracy is a much crazier concept, a nuttier concept than B, the existence of conspiracy. That doesn't mean that every poorly understood, murky event, like I said, every shift in power is always a conspiracy. But we've been set up and socially engineered almost to choose from nothing being a conspiracy to everything being a conspiracy and bullied towards the status quo Understanding, even though we all know in our hearts, of course, conspiracy exists towards accepting A, nothing's a conspiracy. Of course, some things are a conspiracy. Conspiracy is part and parcel of the fallen state of mankind. The same way it will be ever present in sports, cheating. Conspiracy, in some form, will be ever present within the deepest power structures of human government and politics so coloring inside the lines in terms of covering what is accepted as popular belief and what we are allowed to know by the elites of the world as opposed to challenging it is is a routine that is growing old for me. I listen to Andrew Clavin. I consume his content, Michael Knowles, Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder. The thing is, Mark Dice is a guy I also listen to. Now Mark Dice, his niche is not harping on conspiracy constantly throughout um, all of his content. He update he updates a video about every day, but when you become accustomed accustomed enough with his body of work, you realize that he believes in them. He's researched them. He has lots of information, uh, and and has covered this and uh, framed it well for for consumption of proven conspiracies you know, proven conspiracies. And that, that's another important thing to focus on for the, for the masses. Once you realize, okay, not everything is consp- uh, conspiracy, of course there's some wacko type people floating around. Of all stripes, one particular stripe is people who are uh, doing too much overzealously attributing many, many world events to conspiracy. That doesn't mean they don't exist. How about the ones that are proven? Operation Mockingbird, perfect example. Because even within mainstream coverage, media bias is so naked. It's so blatantly obvious. It's just, it's in its birthday suit to be observed by, by us all. And any reasonable, honest citizen or analyst, pundit will admit that it's there, will complain about it, but how about its conspiratorial underpinnings? How about researching and covering Operation Mockingbird? And I don't know the details by heart. I'm gonna brush up on this, but I know that in 1975 about a billion dollars in today's money was spent by the CIA to control the narrative and this pervaded the mainstream media. The narrative as it was put forth by most platforms at that time in 1975 within the mainstream media and that this is proven, Operation Mockingbird, it needs, it needs to be brought up more. That one singular piece of information, when presented within the context of the historical arc of media bias, it's just so important. That one thing, that one thing could wake an individual up and could reshape the way they look at how our world works, how our society works and how much of how it works is kept from us and is behind the scenes. So that's that's it for today, for tonight. That's what I wanted to talk about. You know, that sort of analogy of sports commentary, political commentary, conspiracy in sports and conspiracy in politics and how there's it's been stigmatized cheating in sports and, and how of course it hasn't been and um how we can fix this we can fix this social ill and just uh snap out of it a little bit because of course conspiracy is always at play in some regard and we should be digging more than we are to to uncover it so TheThinkInYourArmor.com is my website and if you would like to get started with a website of your own, I can help you with my partners, my web design and artist partners and provide you with a logo, a website, and some DIY videos for operating the back end of the website so you can hit the ground running with your own alt media, slash small business web presence. The thinkinyourarmor.com, again, is the website for that. And remember, remember to think, speak, work, live for yourself to the best of your abilities. We need you. I'm your brother, Jonesy, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Thank you very much.